0: You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific—that's 1 p.m. Eastern—or through the podcast and video replays at AskWardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone! Welcome to Ask Wardy, episode 39. I'm so happy you're with me. Welcome to my live audiences on Facebook and Periscope, and also welcome to those of you checking this out later on iTunes or through the show notes. The show notes are at tradcookschool.com slash aw039. That's where you will find a podcast to listen to. You'll also find a video if you'd like to switch to the video version. You'll also find complete show notes and links for everything that we're discussing today. So let's get into it. We have a great question today from Julianne, who says, What do I need to know about safely and effectively subbing and using essential oils in cooking? Well, Julianne, that's a great question, and I'd love to answer it for you. In a minute here, I'm gonna be sharing the two ways you can substitute or add essential oils to your cooking. First though, let's talk about the safety issue of using essential oils. Um, Our family has decided that with moderation and careful choosing of oils and research that certain oils are safe to use in our cooking. Every family needs to make that choice for themselves. I'm not here to convince you of that. I know we have many people in the traditional cooking school audience who are not comfortable with using essential oils in cooking and even pause with internal use. So that's a choice you need to make for yourself. I'm not a doctor or healthcare practitioner. I'm a mom I'm unapologetically a mom like you trying to navigate these waters and make good choices for our family. So these are the reasons that we feel that essential oils are safe to use in cooking when we store them and use high quality oils. Um, By the way, my choice is Rocky Mountain oils and more information is at tradcookschool.com slash oils. Here's the thing. Common cooking ingredients can be harmful when eaten or consumed in huge quantities like salt. Essential oils are no different. They're very potent. But when used moderately, carefully, and with the appropriate ones and appropriate precautions, it's the same it can be done safely, in my opinion. So yes, I believe it's safe, but again, you all need to make that choice for yourself and I'm not here to convince you. What I'm here to do is if you have made the choice to use essential oils in your cooking to um, have the health benefits, uh, they can be much m- more frugal and last longer than herbs and spices, uh, to have the wonderful flavors and aromas, if you've made that choice to include it in your cooking, then today's Ask wordy is to give you two simple ways to do that so you know when you go into your kitchen or using a Trident 2 recipe, how to sub essential oils to get a great result. Um, so I'm gonna cover two ways to do that. First, I wanna tell you about something, and that is a free resource that's happening very soon in August, and it's an online conference around essential oils. It's completely free. There will be dozens of speakers, including me. In fact, this is a return of an online conference that occurred um, in 2015 at some point. Hundred and sixty-five thousand people attended that one. It was such a huge success that the host, Dr. Eric Z, who is a friend of Traditional Cooking School, um, decided to bring it back. So it's a completely new set of talks. He invited me to be a speaker. I was very honored about that. I wasn't a speaker last time. I am this time. My talk is on partic- is on this kind of a topic. Actually, it's sharing practical tips for using essential oils in your cooking. Anyway, the conference is back. And you can reserve your free spot at tradcookschool.com slash EOSummit. And in my talk in particular, which I really hope you'll attend, I have a free gift for you. I'm going to tell you what that free gift is at the end here of, of today's episode. Um, but I really hope that you'll reserve your seat, at least check out some, you know, all of the talks, but at least mine and get a free resource I'm going to tell you about. All right, so let's get into the practical tips on... Um, using essential oils in cooking, because there's really two ways to use them in your cooking. And I'm talking about if you're making up recipes, but you have a good idea of how many herbs or spices or extracts you'd use, or if you're using a Trident True recipe and it tells you this much of this, excuse me, this much of this ingredient. So there's two ways to do it. The first way, I'm gonna break it out by type. Sorry about my voice. The first way is when you're replacing herbs and spices, dried herbs and spices. Now, the essential oils that are essentially the same name as herbs and spices that you have in your cupboard, that's a clue. Those are the oils that most of the time can be used as herbs or spices in your cooking. Clove, sage, marjoram, basil, things like that. Now, the names are the same. That's a big clue. This doesn't mean that all of them can be used in cooking, and I'll have a resource for you at the end that'll spell that out for you, uh, but it is a general rule. And also as a general rule, if you're gonna use oils in your cooking, you wanna add them at the end. Um, if it's a hot dish, add them anytime if it's a raw or cold dish, but if it's a hot dish, add at the end and even when the food has cooled down a bit. This way you'll preserve the aroma, you'll also preserve the health benefits of the essential oils. Now, usage amounts. Well, when you're talking dried herbs and spices that are just, just most of them, One drop of your essential oil is the equivalent of one teaspoon of the dried herb or spice. There are bold herbs, though, like thyme, oregano, rosemary, and marjoram. They're considered bold, so you don't want to use a whole drop. That would be way too much. Or let's say if the recipe called for a teaspoon, you don't want to use one whole drop of the essential oil because that would be too strong. So instead, you dip a toothpick into your jar and then you dip that toothpick into your food. And so whatever has coated the toothpick, it's much less than a drop, is your starting point. Then you would stir and then taste your dish and adjust from there. So that's the usage on herbs and spices. Uh, the second way that you can use um, essential oils in your cooking is as a replacement for extracts so peppermint all your citrus extracts like lemon orange lime um, you can use essential oils instead again there's a clue here the names are similar and the the, uh, the uh, volume the amount that you the, your usage amount that you're going to use is you're going to base it on a teaspoon of extract but a, a a teaspoon of ext- or let me say it the other way how i said it for the herbs and spices. So with herbs and spices it was one drop per one teaspoon. In the case of extracts, it's a quarter teaspoon of oil per one teaspoon of extract. And by the way, a quarter teaspoon is 25 drops, so you could count out 25 drops. So your extracts are great in like your ice creams and your sorbets and your no-bake cookies, in your cheesecake, in your popsicles, in your um sweet muffins and baked goods your extracts are fantastic this is one where it's not unless it's a raw dish um, where it really doesn't matter when you add it um, like your baked goods you can't really add it at the end so you're just going to add it um, you know during the normal stage and it is what it is but if you're making like relishes like you know a cranberry relish that has cranberry oranges apples you know you could be using some clove essential oil you could be adding some orange essential oil Uh, it sounds really yummy doesn't it it's making me hungry all right so those are the two rules for replacing dried herbs and spices it's one drop for one teaspoon except in the case of bold um, flavors use a coated toothpick for the place of one teaspoon dried and the place of extracts you can do a quarter teaspoon of oil for one teaspoon of extract quarter teaspoon is 25 drops all right, so to wrap up here, I want to give you some more information to take you further. Um, it's, it's the, the First is the resource I already mentioned is the upcoming Essential Oils online conference. It's free. It's coming up in August. There will be dozens of talks, including my own, to talk more about, give you more practical tips for using essential oils in your cooking. And I really hope you sign up, not just for my talk, but because it's going to be a fabulous resource with dozens of talks um, <clears throat> think maybe only two of them are on cooking which leaves dozens that have to do with health and you know that's a bigger deal than cooking in my opinion with essential oils I mean essential oils are great in cooking but they can really change your life really change your health Uh, just this week I sent an email yesterday and I said yesterday which would have been the day before essential oils we use for headaches migraine PMS um, nausea cleaning Couple more, too. I mean, we just use essential oils all the time, and I feel like we've just, we're at the tip of the iceberg. We've barely scratched the barrel. So I am looking forward to the Essential Oil Revolution Conference. That link for you to sign up and reserve your free seat is tradcookschool.com EOSummit. I really hope you'll be joining me there. Um, and the second resource I have for you um, that I hinted was coming is... Get a picture of it up on the screen here. Is I've been working on a freebie for traditional cooking school readers, and it's what I'm calling my Cooking with Essential Oils Cheat Sheet. I've been putting it together for a while. It's a one page document that goes through um, how to store your oils that you use for cooking, the benefits of using oils in cooking, which oils to use, which oils not to use, and then some of the usage rules I just told you today and some ideas for usage. And I put it together in a one-page document, and I'm giving it as a gift with my talk at the Essential Oil Revolution Summit uh, online conference. So if you wanna get your hands on that cheat sheet early, then what you wanna do is attend the EO Summit tradcookschool.com slash EOSummit, and listen to my talk at least. And every talk, what I, how I should say is they organize it by within 24 hours, or every 24 hours, they release a set of talks, five to seven usually. And so on my day, you will have 24 hours when my talk is up to go in and get the download link for that cheat sheet. That's the only way you can get it right now because I'm not releasing it to the public um, until after this online conference. So if you want it early, it's, again, a one-page printable download that's a good reference for your cooking with essential oils. Then you want to come to the Essential Oil Revolution online conference. Reserve your seat at tradcookschool.com EOSummit. Listen into my talk, and I'll give you a link during my talk to grab that cheat sheet. I really hope you take advantage of it. As I've been putting it together, I have been referring to it again and again in our kitchen. So it's very helpful, and I hope you find it helpful as well, too. All right. Uh, the final thing to tell you is that the show notes are available for you, tradcookschool.com slash AW039. Come on by there and the comments are open and you can add your own tips or um, information about cooking with essential oils, things you've learned. If you have some no-nos or if you have some, this is how I did this and it turned out great, I'd love to hear from you. The show notes also have the audio version, the video of this podcast, and the complete notes and links that I've been talking about today. Thanks for joining me, everyone. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWarty or send an email to warty at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop,